monthly update of the U.S. stock market. I'm Rich Poss from Critical Point. This monthly update is mostly about the performance of the business cycle. So let's get started. What we have, as you can see, this is where we finished in July of this year. You can see the robust recovery from a cyclical bottom around October 12th of last year. So what we have is that from the 2020 bottom, we started a decade-long business cycle. That cycle relates to economic growth and a bull market in the stock market lasting about seven to 12 years. Then there's one to three years of recession and bear market. And these days, the bear market and even a recession can last just two months. Life comes at us faster, not fast, but faster. However, we have to keep an eye out for their history may repeat someday of more lengthier bear markets and normally that just means a lot of time moving sideways okay we're in this bull market it relates to the juggler business cycle the economy is going to grow to near the end of the decade the stock market keeps up with that business cycle better than ever its positive correlation has improved over the past hundred years so we're doing a better job keeping up with the economy relative to the juggler business cycle um, when that cycle ends, say around 2030, we'll probably see a 20-50% drop in the stock market. There may be some super cycles that could increase that a little bit, but we think those super cycles are changing so that it'll just match the maximum of like 50% down. All right, and we will get a primary recession, okay? Um, which occurs normally once a decade. Once in a great while we get two, we had two in the 2000s, and that was because of a super cycle, all right? Currently, super cycles are up, they're bullish, they may be up for an extremely long time, and they're just providing an underlying support here uh, to the juggler business cycle. All right, so as of the close of July, uh, the business cycle, the juggler business cycle, or in model terms, an eight to 13 year business cycle, or uh, our personal label, specific label is an LT1, meaning long-term number one, the most important of long-term. Anything longer are super cycles. At any rate, the market was up 109.37% from the low. We used the low, but no one's, none of us are probably going to buy the low. I've done it a few times in my life, more than statistically feasible, but it's still a very small uh, percentage. Okay, Now, uh, so that's a nice performance uh, so far. Actually, I'm sorry, I just said that's uh, 109 from the bottom in March 2020 when I bought the bottom two days after the bottom. Okay, So it's up 109%. That may be up 200% for all I know by the end of this decade. That's how much upside we could have. Now, inside the decade business cycle, there's a half cycle for about five to seven years. I don't get too excited about it. I don't think it's all that great in the stock market, but it actually shows up very well in some business statistics, uh, macroeconomic statistics and data, okay? And uh, can show up very well even in, uh, say, commodities and specific uh, sectors. All right, um, that breaks into smaller cycles of two to three. I prefer to view it as from breaking from the juggler to that minor long term uh, when there's four, five, or six. 
that can relate to a kitchen business cycle that's really a throttle up, throttle down process within the juggler business cycle. But in its own right, it can be powerful enough to be a bull bear market, not just a correction, okay? But in theory, it's nothing but a correction when it turns down uh, within the juggler uh, business cycle up move, all right? Now, we think it relates to the kitchen in a sense that it was discovered in business inventory, but there's many other business statistics that that works. And we correctly forecast late in 2021 that there would be economic indicators called PMIs that would actually go down in 2022, and we thought the stock market would go down. Now, we got more downside than desired, we were able to keep up with it and forecast it on the way down that it would go that low, but it was more than we desired. It was because of the inflation becoming far more important than we thought. Okay, uh, inflation was uh, ended in terms of pounding the stock market lower. When you get this kitchen downside bear market, this LT3, the stock market drops minus seven to minus 35 percent, rarely more than 20 percent. Well, the stock market dropped, I think, 25, 27 percent last year and so it was one of those rare moments we overdid it okay we just sold the market too cheap and really most of the selling was over in june when we thought there was a high probability of a bottom and then we said okay by october we said that ought to be the latest it ought to be over and done with and there really wasn't as much selling as you think it was, uh, might think looking at this price decline it was really just people standing on the sidelines and a handful of people were able to then shove the market down now, of course, it's bullish here, and we said when it violated the August high, that would be the last piece of evidence anyone should need. They're on a long-term bull market, and since then, we've seen a lot of bears flip to being bullish. And this morning, we even have Oppenheimer uh, forecasting 4,900 by the end of the year. That's going to be quite impressive. All right. So at any rate, from the 22, 2022 bottom, okay, the market has rallied 31.43% as of July close. We think that minor long-term business cycle is bullish into 2024. It may come in early, it may come in late. We're favoring late. It may even come in early 2025. The election may play an important role that, especially coupling with the seasonal down move in September and October, meaning normally the stock market's down in September and October, okay? But it's normally up in November and December. By 2025, we should see another downturn, but we're not looking for more than 20% downturn from that minor long-term in 2025. It might only be minus 7 to minus 15% is what I'm dialing in right now, okay? Um, and then we're just going to have another of those minor long-term bull markets, and then a bear, and then a bull, and a bear. And the bears are really nothing but corrections of the juggler business cycle for the decade, okay? The bullish side, all right? So one way or other, it's going higher in the near 2030, maybe even a little beyond it. And along the way, we're going to get bumps in the road, some more important than other. And these LT3s can be more important, and it really shouldn't show up to 2025, in my opinion. So I think 2024 is an up year. we got more upside. Uh, but at any rate, this is some of the performance. And so, for, especially for new people, you really want to wake up these business cycles really work. Here is the performance from 2009, crash bottom, called it called the bottom of the during the month. I forget how close we were on a daily basis, but it rallied 409% in 
into a top and then dropped for a recession as it should have. It was a weird recession, a new type of recession. It was related to a virus called COVID, okay, and called a lockdown and therefore shutting down our economy. We hurt our economy really on purpose, but we didn't really want to. We were trying to protect ourselves physically, all right? And then we got the bottom and it was all over and now we got this wonderful bull market for this decade. At any rate, uh, if you look at super cycles and want to combine multiple decade or juggler business cycles, um, basically as of July, the market was up 588% uh, from that 2009 bottom. Now this is the S&P 500 cash. Imagine if you borrowed a little money and bought more S&P 500 stocks. You could boost your return and you could boost it enough that it may not be worth trying to bet on individual stocks. And most people don't do that well betting on individual stocks. The stock market does very well on its own. Individual stocks, more risk, can be more profitable, but more risk, okay? I trade nothing but the overall stock market. I might have a few pet stocks I'm gonna set on for many, many years or something, but generally, I wanna be invested in the entire stock market. That's all I care about. And I can beat the individual stock investors if I can get a little leverage. Now you can buy exchange traded funds called ETFs that match the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, and the Dow Jones and others. But you can also buy them with built-in leverage and get a better return. But you're also gonna have more risk, okay? But imagine if you had been able to buy near the low in 2009, Today, if you had a two to one, you'd have over a thousand percent return. Well, believe it or not, I actually have an account that did that, and it's over a thousand percent return uh, since then. Okay, and uh, so that's not for everyone, and I'm not saying everyone should just buy the entire stock market and never buy any individual stocks. The stock market wouldn't work. And that's why actually Wall Street puts down people like myself and they put down these funds that have been created. Um, yes, somebody needs to buy those individual stocks. So if you love individual stocks, but you're having a difficult time, you might wanna put in your portfolio some of those type of funds linked to these business cycles. In addition, even in your individual stocks, you may wanna be looking over your shoulder, what is the entire market doing? Because it can get you, it can destroy your individual stock cloud. So this kind of analysis will help you. All right, so enough of the history, and, and, and so let's reiterate the review, the forecast. The forecast is, this bull market that lasts a decade, and it's worked throughout the history of this country, I've even found in England we can go further back. It's how we do business, how we print money, how much debt we can go for about a decade, and then the machine either breaks and we go into recession, or we do something to break it. Or more likely, it's a combination and a more complicated story. All right, but anyways, that forecast is bullish to about 2028 to 2031. Okay, and then we'll have a bear market. I want totally out of the market and then I'll get totally back in for the next decade because history will likely repeat. I don't see, this decade I think we can have very good performing, but in future decades I do see less returns from the stock market. We're gonna switch from a rich-based economy platform to a wealth-based economy and lifestyle. That may be a headwind in coming decades, but not this decade. Uh, for the stock market, that is. And I think it's actually going to be a blessing, a good thing. But at any rate, um, now we break that down. And what we're saying is, think of an increment here of being bullish into next year. 
and I'm thinking it's going to be late next year, and it may even go into early next. But we'll watch out for signs of anything early. I think the stock market can rally to 53, 5400 next year. But uh, this year, I don't know if it can rally to record high or not. I'm very pleased to see Oppenheimer offer 4900 That would be a record high for the S&P 500, but I'm not so sure that's really in the cards for this year. All right. Uh, so that's our long-term scenario, and for those of you who are not subscribers, uh, you want to be on board for a journey of this long-term, but keep in mind, we put out weekly updates of what's going on over the next few weeks to several months to even long-term, as well as a little short-term, and then we put out morning briefs uh, and alerts of signals, and the morning briefs are meant to be more short-term, sometimes spilling over into the bigger trends during the year. The model basically tells us what's going on during the day, during the week, during the month, during the year, during a decade. My primary focus is what are we doing for the decade, during the decade, and during the year. Secondary focus is what are we doing during the month, the week, and maybe during the day. And the third focus, uh, least important, is during the day. And then on the other end of the spectrum, what are we doing for super cycles that can sometimes be several decades. Past results are not necessarily indicative of future results, but all I can tell you is this. This has been a very explosive run higher here this year. This might uh, upset some that something needs to go wrong, but I'm not picking up with that. We may have to stall out at times and we'll have brief short-term setbacks and the modeling will help forecast that and assist us with that. But overall, at least for this monthly update, we are long-term bullish the U.S. stock market. Thank you.